You're listening to the Less Stress in Life podcast. Your hosts, Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher, are on a mission to help individuals and organizations manage stress and change. Together, they bring you real conversations, inspirational stories, and strategies to help move you from being stressed to feeling your best. Hello, everyone. Good morning. I'm Deb Timmerman. Welcome to our series of 52 Practical Tools for Less Stress in Life. This is episode 13. Hi, Barb Fletcher. Our goal is to give you tools and strategies to help you move from being stressed to feeling your best. And today we're going to talk about mindset and stress. So Barb and I are part of a book club and we recently read a book called The Gap and the Gain. The book was co-authored by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And it's based on Dan's work with entrepreneurs in his strategic coach program. This is what Dan found out through all of his work with people, that unsuccessful people focus on the gap and successful people focus on the gain. So Barb, can you share what being in the gap means? I love this book because it it was just so helpful for me to reframe my thinking. And so the gap is really when we begin to measure ourselves against ideals. So if you think about, um, you know, a situation where you want to get so much done today, and you've got a big to do list, and at the end of the day, you identify that you maybe got half it done. The gap thinking is really about saying, okay, I only got half it done as opposed to maybe the gain was that we got most of the important things done so the gap makes a, any form of progress a letdown it uh, i often think about social media as being a, a big gap place we go in there and we look at other people's lives and we measure ourselves against how how good they look how well their lives seem to be unfolding and and then we go back and we look inside and we go you know it doesn't look like that here and we settle into that feeling yeah so i'm on a golf trip right now and we golfed 18 yesterday and I didn't start to golf until I met my current husband, which was about maybe six, seven years ago when I started to pick up. And when I first started, I had this mindset that I was never going to get it done. I wasn't going to be able to do it because I'm not that athletic. And he said to me, golf is 90% above your shoulders and in your head and 10% about your ability and getting the swing correct and whatnot. So we focused every time that we went out on one thing that I could do. And what I learned to do was measure my progress against myself and what I didn't know. And I started to develop confidence and it was fun. And almost every year I write a blog about that because every year now I get a little better at one thing. So we're here with lots of different couples and I actually contributed to our game yesterday. If I would have had that mindset that I was never going to learn it, 
I probably wouldn't, and I would have just missed out on so much fun. It's, you know, and we know that when we're in the gap, um, that feeling of fun just evades us and, and we feel, you know, we feel bad. And so when we can find a way to find that gain space, it is fun. We feel more energy at the end of the day. I, but it's a different way of thinking about the gap and the gain, isn't it? Yeah, I was um, thinking maybe we could give some other examples of what that languaging sounds like when you're in the gap. Do you have some of those, Barb? I, I think it really is things like not good enough. Um, I always fail. I never get things done. Um, and what's interesting is when you begin to think about the gap in the gain, you'll pick up on other people who are in the gap more quickly because it becomes more obvious. My favorite thing about this book was it was such a simple way to explain the concept of how we put internal stress on ourselves by sitting in that gap space. And yes, it's difficult and it's hard to shift uh, when you have a pattern of that. But the joy is so much greater when you can look back over what you've accomplished. And I recently um, held a masterclass where we had, uh, we did four weeks of, of heart math tools. And on the last night, I was with one of our participants who is setting up a new business. So in her mind, she felt overwhelmed and what she had to do was so big that she couldn't move forward. So at the end, I went through some of the things that she did and I was simply amazed. She set up a beautiful website all by herself. She is in a very complicated, regulated industry that needs terms and conditions and all of these processes in place. And she had built a sales funnel all by herself. But because she didn't feel confident about what she had done and didn't receive any of that feedback about how good it was, in her mind, she was never gonna get it done. And I know so many of us get stuck into that space and we think about the negative pieces and we forget to celebrate all that we've accomplished. And when we can be in that space, we move through so much easier. A few years back, you and I were in a uh, training session around stress where we learned about negative bias. And that was really eye-opening to me because we always um, we come across people who always seem to see the dark side of whatever. And if, if you're somebody who has a positive bend, that becomes a bit of a struggle. But what we learned there was that all really came from wiring, you know, mm -hmm. how their brain was wired. And it probably occurred um, when they were young. And the best news for me is that you don't always have to follow that path. There are steps and tools that you can do to shift yourself out of that negative bias. It doesn't mean that you won't fall back there, but it, it, it doesn't have to be that draining all of the time. So Barb, when we talk about the gain, you gave the definition of the gap. 
when we think about gain thinking, what what do we have to shift in our mind? What's the perspective we need to have? So we're we're thinking about where did we begin and where are we now? Just like the person that was attending your masterclass. You know, what have you been successful at doing? And I think that sometimes we need to put up a view, a visual cue of some of our successes so that we're reminded either where we started or how much we've actually accomplished because there are days that we can fall victim is a strong word but we can fall into that gap thinking if two or three things have gone sideways and uh, we need to be reminded of what have we actually accomplished yeah i would agree to that what was your biggest aha moment when you read the book what did you learn about yourself Oh, I, I found out that I was in the gap a whole lot more than, than I thought. I, you know, I, I began to notice um, times when I might have been thinking about somebody and realized that that was gap thinking. The other big aha was that I really think this is the simplest way that we can explain to children mindset is really about the gap or the gain and it comes down to you know are are you uh, measuring yourself are you measuring somebody else how does it make you feel do you feel good or do you feel bad you gave some examples of languaging um that was really about gap thinking can you give some different languaging around how you would take perhaps I'm never going to learn this to another place? So if I were, I have those, those thoughts every now and again creep in. And so then I have to sit down and say, okay, let's chunk this up. What have I learned so far? Check. I've made three or four steps in the process. And how did I get there? Just by, you know, it's how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time. And so I remind myself about how far I've actually come in the learning process. And that acts as the encouragement to continue on. Yeah, and so that's really how you make that shift from gap thinking to gain thinking is by celebrating those wins and really looking at how much positive momentum you have. Um, yeah, so this week we invite you to reflect on the areas of your life where you might be standing in the gap and really encourage you to begin to reframe and shift that thinking, pay attention to languaging that you're using, and what's the narrative that you're creating in your thought patterns? Um, Dan has this great app called The Wind Streak. It helps you keep track of wins on a daily basis. You can find that in the App Store. I'm using it. Um, the simplest thing is to think of three things that you did well during the day and track that. And then to think about what tomorrow's gonna look like. So what are the things that are going to be wins for you tomorrow? 
And I actually have an accountability partner out of our book club who reached out to me and we do that together. So we would encourage you to find somebody to help you be accountable to hoping those wins. And if you don't have somebody, reach out to either Barb or I, and we would be very happy to help you. So until next time, we hope you'll stand in the game and not the gap. Ta-ta. Take care, everyone. Less stress in life is possible. If you're new to this kind of thinking and would like to explore what's possible for you, we'd love to connect. You can reach us through our website at lessstressinlife.com. That's lessstressinlife.com.